Hello, friends, and welcome to the Virtual Strangers Review Discussion of Intruders Hide and Sink. Uh, this game is a PlayStation exclusive, PSVR exclusive, from uh, Tessera Studios, and it was released on the 13th of February 2019. We do want to thank Tessera Studios for providing us with a review copy of this game. Uh, and uh, yeah, so let's let's dive on in. Roots, uh, how would you describe this game? What kind of a game is this? A uh, stealth game. And uh, it's actually a very well done stealth game with an actually intriguing story to it. And uh, um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's probably one of the, the more fun stealth games that I've played in a long time. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. This is a story-driven stealth game and it's so story-driven that i'm going to go ahead and just say up front right now uh the 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 most shining aspect of this game is the story the story's great and we don't want to spoil that for for those of you out there who might play this game so we're going to kind of segregate the review a little bit here toward the beginning we're going to do just the generic game review talk a little bit about the graphics audio and gameplay like we do every review and then at the end we're going to talk about the story there will be spoilers but we will give you ample warning before we start talking about the story um to uh to leave if, if you want to leave but uh yeah this is a story driven stealth game uh, in essence it's a pure stealth game that, that's really uh what you're doing here you're going from a to b to complete some time, some kind of task without being caught. And that's the whole premise gameplay wise. Um, takes a lot of patience to, to play this kind of game. Roots, uh, did you find it difficult to remain patient uh, enough to go unnoticed by the bad guys in this game? Absolutely. Like it's, there's so, like you said, so much patience. Um, and a lot of times I want to run and the last thing you want to do is run because it's very, um, that's why I say it's done so well. They, it, I, at one point I knocked a fucking cane or I don't know what it was, something over. It was like lean in there. And then all of a sudden that guy came running in and I don't even know how I knocked it over. I kind of felt like some of the story to some extent in that respect was a little scripted, which is fine because um, it was just done so well. But uh, but yeah, man, every little noise, uh, someone's running and it really gave you that um, like, oh, shit. Like at one point I was running and I was literally I. I had this idea that I was going to, like, if I don't look, they're not going to be there. And, you know, and so you're running random. You're trying to get play. I mean, it, it's just one of those things you need to figure out where all the hiding spots are and use them. Because if you don't, you're going to, it's going to be bad. And that that's where the patience came in. I don't know. I must have died at least 50 or get caught, caught at least 50 times, if not more, probably more. And, uh, and it can get frustrating, especially when you see that your next task is way the fuck down in the cellar across the house like you know and then when you get there it's like oh hey you i'm here but you need to go back to the library for the password you know from the computer and like just it it, it there's a lot of running around and but it's 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 a good um running around i guess very very stressful yeah yeah it's kind of a snowball effect because to be 
effect of playing a game like this, you have to exercise patience. But the more you get caught, the less patient you are. So because you said every task almost that you do in this game, you have to go all the way over to the other side of the house. And this is a giant house. It takes forever to get to the other side. And, uh, and it really sucks when you get almost there. And then, like Ruth said, you'll knock something over, make a noise. And if you're not aware of where the hiding spots are, you're going to get caught. And it's funny that you said that because I found myself doing the exact same thing as I was trying to sneak around these people and not get caught. I found myself not wanting to look at them. Like if I don't see them, then they don't see me. And uh, I think it's funny that you did the same thing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is a, a pure stealth game. Uh, really, uh, comfort comes with with it when you really get to learn the house. You learn the layout, know where everything is, where all the rooms are, where all the hiding spots are. That's when you really get comfortable. But it, it's such a big place. It takes a while to get to that point. And a lot of frustration for me early on in this game. I kind of had to make myself keep going with it. Uh, did you ever find yourself at the point where thinking maybe you're going to quit? Yeah, and if it wasn't for the show, I would have probably because it just, at some point, I, I, I've said it before, there's something about being in virtual reality where the same thing that frustrates you a little bit will frustrate you 10 times as much. And so, you know, it, like you said, you nailed it. it. It's not getting caught and it's not getting caught a second time. It's the 10th, the 15th, the 20th time. And it's literally building on each time. And sometimes you, there's a minute, two minutes between being caught. And so you're like, motherfucker. My thought is I don't want to break my shit. So at some point I've got to stop playing. But um, but no, I, uh, I did have to take a break and come back to it. But it's uh, um, it was definitely something that I had to uh, force myself through. And to be honest, if the story hadn't picked up and started getting so good, I might not, still might not have even continued through because the story actually pulled me through, I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that that that's definitely the way I feel about it. There were were times, especially uh, after I was maybe an hour into it, uh, where I wasn't sure that I wanted to keep going with it. But I chose this as my game. I I personally asked this developer for review access to this game, so I wanted to do it. And by the end of it, I was glad that I did because not only did the uh, the gameplay get better as I learned the environment. But the story got so good. And uh, again, we're going to talk about that at the end. Um, but how about these people, man? Uh, for those of you that don't know, you play the role of a small child in this game, which is kind of cool because the, it really kind of messes with the scale. Everything seems huge, where, uh, whereas it should, you know, you're used to things seeming normal size. Everything in this world seems huge because you're a small kid. But these people, when they catch you, uh, they've already got your parents, you know, and you're running around the house trying to uh, to do what you can to help. But when these people catch you, what do you think these that they would do if the, in a real life situation, if they were to catch a kid, you think they'd just grab them, right? Tie them up. Roots, what did you think when every one of these people, when they catch you, they either backhand you or kick you in the face? They knock the kid out. I found that to be rather shocking. What about you? 
Yeah, it's so violent almost because, like this, you said, they, they find you and it's not like, oh, okay, here you go, and they grab you. It's just like they find you and then all of a sudden it's like, wow, punch in the face and you're knocked out. And you're like, holy shit, you know, these kids are like eight and nine years old. And in the backstory, you know, the, the, the parents are, you know, the sister's in a, in a, um, in a what is what they call it, safe room, locked in there, right? Or, and the par- they got the parents and you're out and you're trying to do all this shit. And so it's just, it's a really fucked up situation. And these people literally have absolutely no scruples. And, and you find that out throughout the game. And like, uh, you're, they just, there's nothing that they wouldn't do. Like they probably would kill you if they could right off the bat. But no, um, you know, it's, it's, they're definitely pretty bad people. So. Yeah, even the one, there's one character that they try to create some sympathy with. Even that guy he backhands you if he, if he finds you. So I found that to be a bit surprising. Um, before we get into the story, which again is the, uh, is the, the, the highlight of this game is, is the, the storytelling. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the basic stuff. What did you think about this game graphically? It was good. I mean, it wasn't like amazing. Now, so this is the the biggest thing. Um, and I had to to, and this is completely off subject as far as the game. But like, I've been playing the Rift S for a month or two. I haven't been into VR since I think it was um, Wipeout. So uh, I went in and I'm like, why does this look like shit? And then I thought, oh, I of course I'm going back to the PlayStation. So I, my eyes, I had to probably about 15 minutes in, maybe a half an hour everything started looking good again it's not that the graphics are bad it's just the playstation versus the rift s um screen and then obviously the super sampling all of that um but it was it was good graphics um you know they weren't uh they weren't over the top but they they got the job done as far as that goes yeah i had the same kind of uh of clarity shock when i first came back over into the playstation vr as well um that the the new headsets have a level of clarity that uh, we, we aren't used to in VR. But after you get used to it, it it's kind of hard to go back. But that said, uh, uh, after the second day back on my PlayStation VR, it, it did seem a lot cleaner uh, than it did on day one. Now that said, um, coming into this game, I was a little bit worried uh, about the graphical fidelity. Going through the tutorial, it's a bit of a mess. There's a lot of aliasing, a, a lot of pixelation, and I was starting to worry about the the graphical quality based on that. But uh, as soon as you get done with the tutorial and you get into the main story, it picks up in a big way. The graphics look good. Not the best-looking game I've ever seen, but uh, they are very good. Uh, the 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 scale, as I mentioned before, was a really cool aspect of it to me. Everything looking a little bit bigger through the eyes of a child. Uh, the textures were pretty good. I, I think the the weakness of it was the clarity. There, there was some aliasing from time to time, but this isn't anything uh, odd for PlayStation VR. It's actually pretty common, and it really wasn't that bad. It was above average even in that in that respect. It was just probably a bit more noticeable coming over from the Rift S. Um, audio. Uh, obviously, not a lot of music in this game. Uh, the sound effects, pretty good, but still, you're sneaking around. Uh, not much as far as sound effects. 
uh, I think that the bulk of the audio in this game was voice acting. And I think that the voice acting, even though the, the tracks themselves sounded a little bit overproduced to me, like um, I felt like the voice acting was good, but uh, at the same time, I felt like I could tell that they were speaking into a microphone, if that makes any sense. I think that the acting was good, but the production could have been a little bit better. Uh, what did you think, Roots? Yeah, I agree. I thought the um, the acting was really good um, as far as, like, uh, just inflection in their voice and making you believe, you know, especially the little kids, the you know, the, the sisters always begging over, you know, bitching for her asthma medicine or what no just kidding um but uh you know it's just it's it was just done well it was very convincing um but the sound like you said was uh um was good but uh i you know i'm not as as good at noticing um that type of production stuff but uh but it was adequate you know it's kind of like the the visuals you know it got the job job done um so yeah i had kind of that uh books on tape sound to, to me it was very good voice acting again very good voice acting but you could tell it's in a studio and not in a, a house that just brought from the sound of it it's hard to explain those of you that play the game are going to see what i'm talking about uh again like the graphics very good not great uh the highlight of this game is the story and the storytelling and i, I think that we've come to that part uh, of the game where it's going to be hard to talk about the story without going into spoilers. So I think uh, Roots and I will go ahead and give our final verdict on the game, and then we'll have a short spoiler talk uh, regarding the story. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, this is a definite recommend for me. Uh, uh, again, it's kind of a, a slow burner. You have to you have to be dedicated to make it through the uh, initial frustration of the game not only to get better at the gameplay but to let the story develop and the story uh, what happens with the story 100% makes the journey to get there worth it um, so yeah for uh, the uh, $20 price tag for this I think it's worth it uh, I don't think it goes on sale very much or very often but if you do see this game on sale definitely pick it up uh, definitely one of the better uh, examples of storytelling on PlayStation VR, in my opinion. All right, Roots, what's your final verdict on this game? I agree. Uh, stealth game as a stealth game, I really enjoyed it. Um, it definitely the story, like you said, completed it all. Uh, and if you go through the whole thing, you'll know what we're talking about. Or even, I guess, if you don't want to go through the whole thing and you want to watch the rest of this review after we're done with this little bit, um, it just, it was a game that uh, after I finished, I was thinking, I'm like you were telling me, Wes, I'm glad I played this. I'm glad Tessera Studios uh, made this game. And I'm uh, a little disappointed that with our, our backlog of games, it took this long to get to it. Because I think we had this within the few, first like month of the show. Um, but I do believe timing is, is everything um, as far as... Uh, you know, it, everything works out for a reason. So there's a reason why this is put out today. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely worth picking up. Yeah, it's definitely was a, an odd experience for me because I went from at the beginning having to make myself play it till when it was over with, I wanted to play it some more. It was kind of an odd feeling, you know, 
such a change in my attitude toward this game and the way I felt about it. Uh, I haven't really experienced anything like that before. But uh, there you have it, folks. A definite recommend from, from both Roots and myself. Uh, a pure stealth game. Uh, I liken it, the gameplay in it, to Home Sweet Home. Uh, the gameplay is very similar to Home Sweet Home. Maybe a little bit more difficult in, in certain points. But it's that same kind of uh, pick your moment to make your move, hide in the cabinet, stealth gameplay. But that said... We're now going to get into the, a little bit to, into talking about the excellent story that, that this game tells. And uh, if you are not interested in spoilers, if you think you might play this game in the future, then please turn it off because uh, the story is what makes it, and I do not want to spoil it for you. So we are going to spoiler talk in five, four, three, two, one. And I warned you people. Uh, it's on you now, not on me. Okay, so you start this game off, uh, as we said before, you're, you're a small child. Uh, you have this nightmare uh, that doesn't mean a whole lot at the very beginning of the game that makes more sense later. Uh, you have this nightmare where you're hiding in a cabinet and this man is trying to find you, and he does. That's the end of the nightmare. But uh, you wake up from the nightmare, you're in the backseat of a car, you're going on a trip, going home with your family. You've been on a trip, and now you're going home. Um, and that's when really the interactions between you and your sister begin. And in my opinion, the entire, you know, first hour of this game at least, maybe even longer, is about establishing the connection between you and your little sister. Would you agree with that, Roots? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, they, they really do a good job of making you feel for her, you know, because she's all freaked out. She's scared, you know. you're. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm the one that's at risk, you know. She's safe, tucked away in a little safe house, you know, or safe room. Um, but, yeah, they, they did a really good job of, of providing that connection. Um, and uh, it was done well. Yeah. So, so you're a little boy, and this is your little sister. So you're you're young to begin with, but she's very young, and you come to find out that she's uh, terminally ill. And uh, the father, the guy that plays your dad, is a, uh, uh, a, a scientist that works for a pharmaceutical company. And uh, from the very first scene of this game, he's giving the little girl pills, and and that's what really. Uh, as soon as they build the, uh, the, the, the sense of empathy that you have for this little girl, that's when the intruders break in, and this little girl gets cut off from her supply of medication, which they have established as uh, her needing this uh, in order to live. If she doesn't have her medication, her throat immediately gets sore. She can barely breathe for all the coughing, and um, they impress this upon you pretty heavily. But uh, as time goes on, the intruders uh, make little hints that uh, they're not just random intruders, that they have some sort of history with the father. What did you think, Roots, when, when you noticed that the ringleader of these guys started making little comments 
about the father? It was weird because, like, not only did they do a good job of making you feel for the uh, the kids, but you feel for the parents, you know, the whole situation. He starts making comments about, little comments about, you know, things that have happened that kind of paint the picture a little bit differently. And I started looking at the dad a little bit differently as well. And um, and then it, it takes on a whole creepier vibe, right? If you have people in the house that know, seem to know more, like every time something comes up, they know more than you know. Like they're very detailed and they're one step ahead of you. You know, oh, you're going to try to use the computer to to get out well so guess what now we're already watching that you know like it just was very uh it, it was cool it was cool the way that they did it because you start to to realize oh wow there's more to this going on this you know this isn't a random burglary and i kind of feel like they almost deserve to be burglarized and everything that's happening to this family should be happening to everybody ex- except for the well, I guess only to the dad. Um, but yeah, so it just, it, it changed everything. Like as the story went on, it just opened up everything and it made me look at everything in a different light, which is very unique for a game. I, I haven't seen a game like that, that um, like you said, I thought one thing at the beginning and was thinking something completely different at the end. Yeah. The, uh, the intruders, they start making these little snide comments about the dad and what that does in a sense, is it plants a seed of doubt in your head about the father and, and what he's doing. And you start looking back at some of the scenes that have already played out and you begin to notice that the father uh, does a lot of things in, in secret. He's always trying to get away um, and, uh, and doing things uh, in the, you know, away from everyone else. And so you start to question the father's motives. And as time goes on, you come to realize that the thing that these intruders are coming after is the little girl's medicine. So if we let them succeed, then your little sister's most likely going to die. And, uh, and like we said earlier, when these guys catch you, they don't treat you gently. They backhand you, they kick you, they punch you as a little child. So you really don't know what to do here. You start to feel that maybe these people have a history with your dad and that your dad's doing secretive stuff. But again, these little, these guys are doing things that are going to kill your sister and they're doing things to hurt you directly. So you really don't know who the good guy is or the bad guy is. So anyway, they catch your parents. They nearly beat the father to death. And um, it's up to you. You're the only one who has free reign of the house. It's up to you to do what needs to be done to escape. And there's a series of, of things they set you off to do. Try to make a phone call. You get cut off at that point. You try to reach people on the Internet. You get cut off at that point. And, uh, and it gets to the point where the little girl needs her medicine or she's going to collapse. So the bad guys have already found the bottle of pills that are in her bedroom. The only way for you to get the daughter's medicine is by going into the father's secret laboratory accessing it uh through the window actually instead of going through the door and um and finding her medicine there okay so so it's when you when you get into the father's lab you're looking for the little girl's um the little girl's medicine but it's not there like the father uh said it was and he was adamant when he told you up there to go up there and get the medicine not to mess with anything else but if you start if you start messing with uh 
messing around looking for this medicine, you find files. And when you find these files, you start to realize that the father is the one who's developed this medicine. And you start to see this laundry list of test subjects that he's been testing the different variations of the medicine on over time. And you notice that they are all listed as deceased. So what you do is you come to find out that the father uh, developed this medication uh, on his own, that the company that he works for uh, couldn't synthesize the medication uh, at a cheap enough price to make a profit. So they, they declined the project. He continued the research on his own by kidnapping people and doing experiments on them in his own laboratory. And uh, you end up finding a secret elevator up in the laboratory, uh, making your way down to the to a secret room in the basement where you find a, uh, a dead body as well as the sister's medicine. So all of a sudden you find out that you, your dad uh, really isn't the good guy here, that the, there is no good guy here, that the bad guys are bad guys, the good guys are bad guys, and uh, you come to find out that these people that are that have been hired by some unknown person to come in here and get this medicine uh, aren't just hired to do a job, but uh, the the big guy, the muscle of the operation is coming here because he's looking for his daughter who the, the, the father happened to kidnap. And that the ringleader of the gang was a test subject left for dead in the ditch by the father who actually happened to survive and he's here for revenge. So um, at the end of it all, the story takes a twist, and, uh, and it turns out that, that the father is actually uh, is kind of a conflicted character. He's a, he's a guy who did some very evil things, but for uh, a reason that I, I, for one, as a father, can sympathize with. If, if my daughter was dying... And uh, I don't know what I wouldn't do to save her life. So, so how did you feel about the father when we had this twist happen and you found out about all the stuff that he's been doing in the basement? It was horrible. You know, I definitely didn't, like I said, you felt sympathy for him. And then at that point you feel anger at him because not only are you finding all that stuff out, but you're, you're having the, the, like you said, the head guy of that's coming out, uh, that's behind the burglary he's looking for his daughter and then he finds out his daughter's dead because you show him the the uh the letter with the deceased on it and then uh um and then he snaps the neck of the dad um and that, that made me feel good but yeah i was i it, it that's what i was saying it, it made you you go in feeling sympathy for somebody and then you're feeling complete disgust for them but i but like you I'm torn because as a father, I don't know what I would do. I mean, as a as somebody that believes in God, I don't think I would kill somebody to take their life um, for my my daughters. But I can sympathize with that thought, you know. Yeah, and in his defense, a lot of these people that he killed were already terminally ill, like the daughter that we were referring to that the guy came looking for. She was terminally ill, riddled with STDs. But that said. Uh, when you start reading through the laboratory notes uh, to the father, it's very clear that this girl suffered 
badly for about a week and a half, of the last week and a half of her life before she eventually gave out and died. So, uh, yeah, just a, a, a wonderful case, a wonderful instance of storytelling here. It leaves you conflicted, uh, emotionally attached to all the characters, and you realize at the end of it that all this time you spent uh, doing the stealth gameplay was really, uh, the real intention of this was to allow you to, to gain a connection and really get to know the characters. And uh, it's really was, was such a brilliant, brilliant put together uh, uh, game and, and really is one of the better examples of storytelling in VR that I've ever experienced. Uh, and, and that's really uh, my last word on it. Roots, uh, what do you, uh, what would you like to say? What were your final impressions after all the reveals and the story was finished and you were kind of left sitting there, uh, if like me, kind of in shock at what just happened? Yeah, just the, the whole way that is at that last uh, probably quarter of the game just kept picking up pace. And uh, um, it just... I was left with the game feeling like, like I was saying, I'm glad I played this. Like, it was definitely something that... Uh, um, it was worth going through all the frustration in the first hour, which I can't say for much for any game, really. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I would suggest everybody check it out if you like this type of game um, or even a story-driven game um, just because the story was that good. Yeah, that, that would be my, my takeaway from it. Even if you don't enjoy stealth gameplay, if you enjoy a story-driven game, I repeat, this is one of the better cases of storytelling in vr that i've ever experienced it was done so well and uh, i guess if you're watching it now it's ruined <laughs> but hopefully hopefully people who who uh who are interested in a story driven game have already tuned out at this point but uh yeah i can't praise it enough from a storytelling standpoint really creative story shocking twist ending um uh the gameplay leads to you really developing a, a connection with the characters. And uh, yeah, yeah, a definite 100% recommend uh, from, from me. Um, that said, I think we're going to wrap it up here. We've gone kind of long with it. Uh, if you've liked what you've seen here, be sure to click the like button, subscribe, and don't forget the notification bell. And uh, don't forget to uh, tune in uh, every Sunday at 1230 Eastern Standard Time for our, our, uh, our uh, live premiere of our weekly VR news and review show, uh, Virtual Strangers. All right, with that said, for Wes, or I'm sorry, for Roots, I'm Wes. I want to thank you for watching, friends, and we will see you Sunday. Stay easy. Bye-bye.